In today's show, we are looking back at the action from Thursday across the NBA. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore B-Ball and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. Six games on across the NBA. Some pretty interesting uh, performances uh, occurred during that time. So we'll see. Uh, we'll talk about that. We'll see how it all goes. We'll see how it all looks. And uh, yeah, let's get into it. First game, the Dallas Mavericks and the Detroit Pistons. Luka Doncic, Dorian Finney-Smith both rested. And then Porzingis, Porzingis had to leave the game early due to knee soreness. That's not ideal with a back-to-back coming up. There was some shenanigans with the starting lineup, but in the end, it was Josh Richardson and Tim Hardaway who started together. Richo had 10 points with two threes and two steals in another terrible shooting performance, but Hardaway went bananas. 42 points for Tim with six triples. Now, he's rostered in a ton of leagues, and prior to this game, he was the 339th ranked player over the last two weeks. I don't know why everyone has been holding on for this long, but you did, and it paid off today. That is the luckiest shit you'll ever see, but it paid off today. Do I think this is a long-term thing? No, but there is a back-to-back over the weekend that maybe you want to hold on and see what happens. Trey Burke went from starting to playing 19 minutes, and he also went from shooting 30% to shooting 63%. 15 points, two assists, a steal, a block, and a triple. Another solid game from Burke. I don't really trust it long-term, but there at least, at least is some deep league streaming options there. Um, Dwight Powell had eight points in a start at center while Kleber had five points in 28 minutes and Porzingis just the 11 in his 21 minutes. Brunson started for Doncic had 13, six and four. If Doncic does get another game off over the weekend, which is a possibility, um, not a guarantee. It is a possibility, especially their matchup against the Kings on Sunday. Brunson would become a streamer for that day, but really hard to have him as a, a must roster player, uh, really at this point. For the Pistons, they rested Jeremy Grant, Wayne Ellington, Corey Joseph and Mason Plumley. So big Alf Stewart got the start. Is that you, Mr. Stewart? Well, who the hell else do you think it'd be? Get in here, you pair of flaming galahs. Oh, the flaming galah definitely got in here. 20 and 10 in 29 minutes with two threes, a steal and three blocks. It makes it all the more frustrating when he plays 18 minutes behind Mason Plumley. Five games next week for Stewart. One more game this week, whether that's as a starter or not. We know the Pistons, they don't just rest blokes on back-to-back. They'll rest guys on other days randomly. Stewart should be rostered. The depressed penis Sadiq Bey had 18-8 and eight in his 34 minutes, while Frank Jackson started out slowly but got hot. Now, we know he's absolutely horrendous at every category outside of scoring, but 20 points is 20 points. The problem is, once more, that when Allington and Joseph play, those stalwarts that need to be developed, he plays 18 minutes. And it's useless. But he's a good streamer on these days. Killian Hayes only scored two points. Really rough shooting, but 11 assists and two steals. That's obviously excellent. But what happens next game? 17 minutes? 25 minutes? 22 minutes? It's all over the place because of whatever it is that Dwayne Casey's throwing out there. But he can, at the very least, be a good assist and steals option. Um, Seko Dumbaya started in place of Jeremy Grant. Didn't do a huge amount. Well, we finally got a decent MC Hamadou Diallo game. Stop. 
summertime. And a decent game for Diallo is 10 and 10 with a steal and a block, which is all right, but at least he played 28 minutes. Josh Jackson, only the 20 minutes in this one, which is disappointing considering how we've been playing, but 13, 2 and 4 is still okay. And he remains, in my mind, a, uh, a must roster player at this juncture. Let's go on to the next game. This one had some absolute weirdness going on in it. The Brooklyn Nets beat the Pacers 130-113. Kyrie was out. Nick Claxton was out. Bruce Brown was out. Kevin Durant went off. Or James Harden was out. Forgot about that one. 42 and 10 assists for Durant. Big game. Unbelievable efficiency. He is dominating. I don't expect him to play tomorrow, but that is a dominating performance. Landry Shamet had 14 points in 30 minutes with four assists. Good numbers. And I imagine if Durant is out tomorrow, Shamet will stay starting and be an okay streamer. But what about Alizé Johnson. 20 points, 21 rebounds, and two blocks. Talked about this guy before, and then when I've done G League videos, it's been like, hey, watch this guy, because he always puts up amazing permanent numbers. The problem is, is how the hell do we have any ability to predict what the minutes are going to be? He returned to this one after being out with the health and safety protocols, but the games before that, he'd played 5, 7, 10, 2, 12, 9, and 5 minutes. This is his second 20-point double-double of the season. His first game had 23 and 15 and then didn't play for three nights and played four minutes and, and uh, you know, 40 seconds in the next two combined. Or you know, four minutes in one game, 40 seconds in the other one. Um, and then he comes out with this. It's undoubtedly great, but I I don't expect 30-plus minutes out of Alizé Johnson. Now, there is a possibility if Durant and Griffin are out, as I expect tomorrow, and Claxton remains sidelined, that Johnson will get 20-plus again. And that means you couldn't stream him in. But his history has been pretty unpredictable in terms of minutes. Tyler Johnson started for Kyrie, had 11 points with three threes, and Joe Harris also hit three triples. Not a great night from Blake Griffin, just the 14 minutes. I guess maybe the fact that his minutes are slow, so low means they're going to play him in the back-to-back, -back, but we're not sure about that yet. Well, Mike, Mike James missed all seven of his shots, but he did have seven assists, so at least a deeper league assist streamer. A solid game from Jeff Green, too. 14-7-5 for Jeff. My name is Jeff. Um, on 57% shooting. He is having some 12-team league value at this stage. For the Pacers, they were without Sabonis, Turner, Warren, Badadze, and Lamb again. So O'Shea Brissett played a ton of minutes. 36 minutes, 14 points, 9 rebounds, 2 steals, 3 blocks. Now, this bloke's a six foot seven small forward. And he's playing a lot of minutes at center, and he's blocking shots absolutely at a huge rate. He should be rostered for now. I, I really don't see him being a 37, 36, 40-minute-a-night player who plays 25 minutes at center when Sabonis and Gogo are back. I think there's almost no chance of that. Can he continue to start and be serviceable? Sure. Um, is he a fine to roster? Sure. But this level of production is absolutely well above what we expect as we move forward. Levert had 36, 4, and 5 with his five triples, and Aaron Holiday was back in the rotation with Edmund Sumner going out with injury. 25 minutes for Holiday, 12, 5, and 3, two steals and a block. Really good. We just haven't been able to trust any of the playing time for him. McConnell struggled, but he still added five assists and three steals. While Sumner was on 16 points before he had to bang his knee and leave. Um, he didn't have to bang his knee. He just did it. And then the result of that was that he had to leave. Sumner, if he's going to miss time, which I think is a possibility here. Uh, we don't know, but he has had knee problems in the past. Um, yeah, look, he's only a fringe guy anyway. So if you want to move on, move on. Now I'm burying the lead here because Malcolm Brogo Brogdon played 12 minutes and had to leave with hamstring issues. He had one point. Now, of course, a lot of that ties into extra minutes for Aaron Holiday, Levert, Brissett, and extra usage for those guys. But one point on five missed shots for Brogdon. And uh, you'd have to think there is a bit of a worry here about him potentially missing time as we move forward, which is yeah, very, very far from ideal. But hopefully he is okay. If he is out, I guess we're looking at um, we're looking at Aaron Holiday, 
We would be looking at Sumner, but he's injured. Jakar Sampson also got injured in this one uh, with a bang to the head. Um, Justin Holiday maybe gets a boost. He was pretty useless, though, in this one. Four points in 21 minutes. It's probably going to be um, Aaron Holiday who's going to have to step up. Dougie McDirt also had to step up with um, Sumner out. 15 points in 32 minutes with four rebounds and four assists. I, I don't believe, even if there are injuries, that McDermott is a 12-team uh, a league um I don't, think, if he, I don't think he's a 12-team league must-roster player if these injuries continue to manifest with Doug. He's just a streamer for points and threes. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track it all at BetOnline. And this week has tons of sports action on the go. The NFL Draft is on as I'm recording this. The Kentucky Derby is back as the first leg of the Triple Crown begins this weekend. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, the NBA, the NHL, and all your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using our promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline are your online sportsbook experts. Now, this is the time that everyone everyone's excited about what's happening at this time, because it's time for me to tell you about my scrotum. It's time for Manscaped. Guys, Support for this podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, which is the best in below men's below-the-belt grooming. Precision-engineered tools from Manscaped for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology development to provide you with the best tools for your grooming experience. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. We have an exclusive offer for the listeners to this show. 20% off and free shipping by using the code LOCKEDONFANTASY at manscaped.com. Manscaped sent me their uh, Perfect Package 3.0. Absolutely fantastic stuff. The Lawnmower 3.0, the third generation trimmer with the advanced skin safe technology. I feel way more confident now when I've got to go downtown with the old shaver. It's just a perfect experience. But in addition to that, well, actually, let's more about the lawnmower. It's waterproof. Stick it in the shower. It's got a light. If you want to do it in the dark, I'm not sure if did you forget to pay the power bill. But anyway, you've got a light. So in case those little shadowy areas you need to get the clipper in, yeah, you're all good. And it's not just that. They sent me the crop preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. They sent me a pair of briefs, the crop preserver, the crop reviver as well, which is the toner for your balls to help prevent sweaty and sticky nuts on the side of your legs. T-shirts, boxes, so much stuff that they were able to send me. And if you get the Perfect Package 3.0, you can get all that as well. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code LOCKEDONFANTASY at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Go get 20% off free shipping Locked on fantasy at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code locked on fantasy. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. All right, let's go on to this next game. Wow. Uh, the Houston Rockets beat the Bucks 143 136. Let's start with Milwaukee. Yanni lasted 46 seconds before re spraining his ankle. You would have to think that he is in significant doubt to play on Friday. And they're going to be ultra careful with that. PJ Tucker started the second half for Yanni, had six and six in 30 minutes. Now, he's not really any sort of fantasy threat. The guy we've got to watch is Punch Bob. Porter's played 24 minutes. He had 10 and 11 with four steals. Now, the four steals are an outlier, of course, 
But his minutes are going to step up without Yanni. And then you're going to have big production from Drew Holiday, who had 29, 4, and 10 with two steals and four blocks. And Chrissy Middleton, who had 33, 4, and 8. They're going to have to step up big time. So is Bryn Forbes, who had 30 points in 29 minutes with six triples. Well, the big ragu really struggled in this one, Dante DiVincenzo. I think he's a drop, even though they do play again tomorrow. Three points, five rebounds, and two assists as Forbes played over him in this game. And when you get, um, get someone like Bryn Forbes playing ahead of you, you know things aren't going particularly well. But let's talk the big story of the night. Cousin Kevin Porter, the big fella. 41 minutes for Porter. 50 points, 9 threes, 5 rebounds, 11 assists. He shot a fantastic 62% from the field, 82 from the line, and 81% true shooting. He was a plus 19. He had 33% usage. These are all amazing numbers. Porter is also the 168th ranked player over the last two weeks before today's game. He was clearly a must-roster guy. Look, he's not a top 100 guy this year. He's not close to it. But this is obviously a fantastic performance. The thing with Porter is we know there's going to be inconsistencies. So he had 50 and 11 today. The last game he had 10, 4, and 5. Then he had 18, 2, and 3. 22, 3, and 7. 4, 3, and 5. Like there are going to be significant inconsistencies in his game. This is awesome. This is why you hold on to him. But you know, to act like he is this top 30 player moving forward is just not, um, it's just not the way it is. But this is, yeah, again, undoubtedly an awesome performance. If we had sell highs and trade windows open, you would be trying to sell the absolute shit out of him after this game. But we don't. So you just bask in it, you enjoy it, and go, yeah, that's pretty bloody good. Olenek continues to be unbelievable. Top 20 player over the last two weeks, Kelly Olenek. 24 and 13, three threes, two steals, and a block. While the crucifix, Christian Wood, had 31 and 9 with six triples, a steal, and a block. Big games all around. The wild thing struggled a little bit. Jay Sean Tate, 12 and 6. But DJ Wilson stepped up. There was no Daniel House or Avery Bradley. Wilson played 25 minutes and had 15 and 12. That's a second decent game he's had in the last couple of weeks. The other ones in between have been pretty rough. But this was a solid enough performance from Deej. At least he's a deeper league guy to watch. We had a steal and a block from Kenyon Martin, which is what he does. While Armani Brooks played 20 minutes for six points. And when Bradley and uh, Brown and uh, Augustin and House all return, there's no way that Brooks is going to be playing. So I don't think there's any, any sort of value even in streaming him in for, say, one game or so. Guys, Bilt Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. It doesn't taste like your standard protein bars, which taste like concrete mixed with sawdust. This tastes like a candy bar. Covered in 100% chocolate, they are soft and easy to chew, and it is great for the health-conscious guy. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber built bars are great for a keto diet as well. The Cookies and Cream Bar has 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, and 4 grams of sugar with just 4 grams of net carbs. So go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. The promo code is LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, on to the next game. The Golden State Warriors go down to the Minnesota Timberwolves, 114-126. Steph Curry was great, 37-6-8 with six threes, while Wiggins did well against his former team, 27 with three threes and two blocks, and Bazemore back in the starting lineup did some Bazemore things. 10 points, two threes, 10 rebounds, three steals, and a block, and he does have some 12-team league value at this point. It was a rough night from Geordie Poole, just the 16 minutes for five points. He was outplayed by Michael Mulder, while Toscano Anderson was again solid, six and four with two steals. Really some nice 16-team league value there for Toscano Anderson, at least until Eric Pascal returns. But even then, even when Pascal returns, there's no guarantee that Eric plays 
over Toscano Anderson because Juan has been the better player. Draymond had 11, 5, and 5, but added in three steals and three blocks. But overall, a really disappointing night for the Warriors. For the Wolves, now, let's hit the music. It's another one of those ones where you sit back and kids cover your ears here. You sit back and you go, well, you know, I'm going to drop Ricky Rubio because he's playing 21 minutes a night and nothing's happening and it's absolutely the correct decision. And then you cast your eyes over to the box score. You got the fuck's this guy doing? 32 minutes, 26, 6 and 6 with five threes. And you go, the fucking, what a fucking idiot I am to have dropped him. But that's not the way you look at it because again, we're basing it off available evidence. Rubio's minutes were coming down. Russell's were going up. He was playing 22 a night. And he was doing nothing. Did you expect him to drop 26 points on 54% shooting? Uh, absolutely not. Did you expect him to play 32 minutes? Of course not. You've got to make... And, and you're going to get plenty of decisions wrong. Like I get decisions wrong in this all the time. But you've got to try and base it on available evidence. If I'm just going to hold Rubio every single game going, well, I know at some point he's going to have a 26-point explosion. And then you deal with 5-3 and three for 5 weeks before that. Then you've, you've, you've screwed yourself. So it is frustrating for sure. And you kick yourself when you do it, especially if you've just dropped him yesterday. Then you see this, you go, what am I doing? But you've, again, process over results, I think, is way more important because you can't predict that sort of one-off explosion. Goose, Anthony Edwards. Disappointing, no steals, but 25 points on 53% shooting is excellent, while Townsie had 22, 11, and 7. And Jaden McDaniels, he just, he's playing all right, but not putting up big fantasy numbers. 8, 5, and 4 with two threes. He's just a deeper league guy. Okogi's minutes continue to come down, just 19 minutes here, while Jarrett Culver again out for the rest of the season. D'Angelo Russell, rough night from D'Lo. Um, 7 points in 24 minutes. 8 assists, 1 steal, 27% shooting in his revenge game. And again, we can talk revenge games. We can talk Wiggins had a revenge game. But again, when you do it, just cast your eyes to the other side of the box score to see how D'Angelo Russell did against his former team and against literally players they were traded for. But Russell had been trending up. Um, this is just a poor shooting night. And he will clearly, clearly be better than this. One show, Hernan Gomez continues to provide good deep league value somehow. Nine points with three threes and seven rebounds in his 23, yeah, 23 minutes of action. All right, let's go to the next game. The Raptors fall to the Nuggets, 111-121. Ken Birch was absolutely huge. 20 points, two triples, eight rebounds, four assists, two steals, and a block. 80% shooting, an absolute monster from Birch, who's putting up some really big numbers. It, it is helping, of course, that Chris Boucher is out and that Gary Trent is out, and they're not going small really at all, and he's getting all the minutes he can handle. That's great in a five-game week. Lowry was pretty good for the second straight game, 25-7 and seven with five triples, while the Jedi, OG Ananobi. But what about Scarf? OG. Stop OG. Uh, you better stop OG. 25 points, four triples, three assists, a steal, a block. He is filling it up, and his high usage is super intriguing. Now, they did start Malachi Flynn with Fred Van Vliet out. The minus 25 is ugly, but 16, 6, and 4 with two triples is nice. I would expect Van Vliet to play in only one of the games over the weekend, so Flynn's still got another start in him, most likely. Well, Siaka, man, another disappointing night. 11 points in 32 minutes. You have to think that he's exhausted. And that there is a real chance of him sitting, especially with the Raptors on another losing streak here. But pretty rough stuff from uh, from Pascal in this game. Watanabe added some defensive stats, two steals and a block in his 19 minutes. For the Nuggets, Maga Porter Jr., 23-7 and seven with three threes and three blocks, continues to perform at an unbelievably high level, while Big Chungus only played 28 minutes. 19-11 and 11 for Nikola Jokic. Big, big Chungus, big Chungus, big Chungus. 
Um, Jamichael Green was back in the rotation after resting last game, 15-5 and five in 21, while Austin Rivers, who's now signed for the rest of the season, had 11 points with two steals and two threes. Rivers, of course, is only a very deep league guy. Faku had 12 with four assists and a steal, which is solid enough to be a 12-team league player. Well, um, Jack Armstrong, what do we do with Aaron Gordon? Get that garbage out of here! Yeah, pretty clearly. I think it was controversial. At the trade deadline, I said, look, I think Gordon's going to be a drop. Let's give it a game, and then we can drop him. Um, and then I said, drop him. And people were pretty unhappy about that that, that call. And I, I, I really don't think you can argue about that anymore. So, yeah, look, I understand why you would hold and why you would have some faith in him. But again, one of those guys who's a lot more... Um, he's over, more overhyped than his talent would uh, let you believe. And he continues to play really low minutes, just 24 minutes here. Well, I think PJ Dozier's a drop as well. 10 points in 28 minutes on 36% shooting. He is quite a poor offensive player. Last game of the night was the Pelicans beating the Thunder. Zion had 27, 8, and 6. Really solid efficiency. And Lonzo only 6 points on 25%, which is terrible. But 10 boards, 6 assists, 3 steals, and a block highlights his statistical diversity for fantasy. There was no Steve Adams, so Bill Hernan Gomez started. 13 and 10, 2 steals and a block. You literally can't ask for anything more from Hernan Gomez. And as long as Adams is out, he can be a 12-team league guy, while Ingram had 24 and 6. And Eric Bledsoe, we thought maybe there was a mini resurgence. He at least played 30 minutes, but... 7, 3, and 4 is rough, and yeah, I, I don't tolerate any bullshit from Eric Bledsoe, so see you later. He is blocked out of your fantasy leagues. Najee Marshall had 8 and 7 in his 23 minutes. Jim Johnson's back, so really hard to see Najee as anything more than like a 16-team league guy. It was a nice little run, but I'm pretty sure that's over. While Jackson Hayes blocked two shots in his 19 minutes. For the Thunder, only 16 minutes for Isaiah Roby, which is frustrating, but 13 and 9, two threes and three steals. Two more games this week. I think he's a must-roster player. While the Salt Flake, Theo Maladon, had 16 points, two blocks, two threes, and four assists, and didn't completely destroy your field goals. Not a bad night from him, but he is pretty up and down, as is Ty Jerome, apparently. 19 minutes for Jerome, five, two, and four. Hard to understand how that's always going to work out. Lou Dort was all right, but again, when he had that massive run, it was obviously a real high point, and we saw there was going to be some drop-off. 17 points, no steals and blocks, 42% shooting, which was really what his numbers were fueled by, some unsustainable shooting. He still remains a 12-team league guy, but we've you know, calibrated our expectations. Baisley also was pretty rough on the shooting, 44 true shooting. 15-6 and six with three assists, no steals, no blocks, and no threes. Still, again, remains a 12-team league guy, but his game's not particularly suited to fantasy. Gabrielle Deck and Charlie Brown were in the rotation ahead of the Oklahoma City mudflap Kenrich Williams. Deck's NBA debut had 2-2-2, two, two, and two, so Richie Benno. Two for two, two, two. But not your traditional Richie Benno. Well, uh, Charlie Brown had two points in his nine minutes, and they're really not going to make any sort of noise for fantasy. I would not believe. Let's go on and have a look now at the top ads over the last 24 hours. Jeff Green up 18%. Yeah, I think you'd be pretty happy with the results there. Faku up 15 Makes sense. O'Shea Brissett up 15 Yes. Blake Griffin, well, you're obviously let down by that one today, and I think we move on, especially with him likely resting tomorrow. And then Kenyon Martin up 12%, which he wasn't particularly great today. I think that's more of a stream scenario. For drops, Derek White, we know that that's uh, that's he's done. That's what I'm trying to say. Jalen McDaniel's down 8%, absolutely. Harrison Barnes down 7%. He's going to miss again tomorrow, so you can drop him. Gary Trent down 5 and Ivan Fournier down 5 Both of those guys should be moved on from in 12-team leagues. In terms of the top 10 players under 50% rostered, Alizé Johnson at number one, an absolutely out-of-nowhere performance that was amazing. Bryn Forbes had a career high. He's a points and three streamer, but that's it. Aaron Holiday, keep an eye on him. If Malcolm Brogdon does happen to miss, and then Billy Hernan Gomez has value as long as Steven Adams is out. Kent Bazemore, I think, is a 12-team league option. Well, Landry Shamet, at least for tomorrow, is going to be someone to look at. Trey Burke, hard to get a read on where his minutes lie. I think he's more of a 16-teamer. DJ Wilson, again, just a deeper league. 
Jermichael Green played well, but we don't trust that every night. And then Jackson Hayes' couple of blocks were interesting, but he's only the very, very deep league player. Let's move on now. Talk DFS for Friday for Fangio right across the NBA. All right, so let's talk about these games. Eight for Friday. Atlanta, Philadelphia, Trey Young. Upgraded to questionable. Bit suspect, but it is what it is. Bogdanovich and Capella are both questionable as well, while Kevin Herter um, has been ruled out. Tony Snell is back to probable, so that's good news for him returning. Um, of course, DeAndre Hunter still sidelined there too, so lots of moving parts. Yeah, Brandon Goodwin, Solomon Hill, Anekara Kongwu, they could all get boost depending on who is in or out. For Philadelphia, no real injuries to speak of. For the Spurs, of course, Derek White is out, so we expect Devin Vassell to start with Lonnie Walker getting the minutes off the bench. Well, for Boston... It's Kemba Walker, who is doubtful. Marcus Smart will return from his one-game suspension in this one. The Wizards and the Cavs. Colin Sexton has been upgraded to questionable with his concussion. Dalliver Dover and Hartenstein remain out, but Sexton could be returning there. While for the Magic and the Grizzlies, Jaron Jackson Jr. is out for Memphis. Um, Grayson Allen is doubtful. Terrence Ross is doubtful for Orlando, while Carter Williams and Otto Porter are out as well. So with Allen out, you're going to get a boost for Bain and Melton. With Jackson out, it's a boost for Clark and Anderson, and probably Balanchunas and the cashier Xavier Tillman as well. Portland and Brooklyn. Um, I expect Kevin Durant to sit this one on a back-to-back. I expect Blake Griffin to sit on the back-to-back. That's going to open up maybe a pretty big opportunity for Alizé Johnson, who put up some big numbers on Thursday. So let's see exactly what he can do. Do they start him? Is that possible? Bruce Brown, Nick Claxton, we don't know if they're going to be available to play yet. For Portland, they're okay in terms of injuries. The Bucks and the Bulls. Yanni sprained his ankle early on Thursday. I would highly doubt that he plays in this game. While for Chicago, it's just Nikola Vucevic who is listed as probable. Utah and Phoenix, no Conley, no Mitchell. They're out for Utah, while Royce O'Neal is questionable. But for Phoenix, Jay Crowder remains questionable. And Dario Saric has been upgraded to probable. While for the Kings, Marvin Bagley is probable. So his return is likely. Harrison Barnes is out. Darren Fox is out. So I wonder if they start Bagley or if they stick Metu into that starting lineup again. While for the Lakers, it's just Alex Caruso who's questionable. The Lakers nine-point favorites here. The total is 223.5. In terms of value, if Claxton plays, I think there's some value in him. But he could also be puffing a little bit from the COVID diagnosis. I like Rob Williams, Rashawn Holmes, Thad Young, Jonas Valanciunas, um... Rui Hachimura, who I don't normally like, but he's at 4,100. I like Kyrie, who I expect to return. Uh, I like Toby Harris, D'Anthony Melton, um, Ben Simmons a little bit, Jordy Clarkson, Rudy Gobert somewhat, Dylan Brooks, uh, Peyton Pritchard, Lonnie Walker, Drew Holiday with the expectation that Yanni doesn't play there as well. Guys, that will do it for me. Don't forget, follow along on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. And then on YouTube, hit subscribe. Hit the thumbs up, hit the notification bell, and drop your comments down below. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.